The Last Word on Sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie. Mark Lawrence and Tony Cascarino are with us. Now, we've probably had the pivotal game in deciding the outcome of this year's Premier League when Manchester City hammered Arsenal last week. But there is still some hope for Arsenal. But is it likely to be extinguished this weekend? Manchester City have had guaranteed three points at home to Leeds tomorrow, which will put them four points clear. And how difficult, Tony, is it going to be for Arsenal when they go to Newcastle on Sunday? Well, very difficult, Matt, because one thing's for clear, Newcastle are really good on set pieces. Um, the delivery, whether it's Gamirez or whether it's Trippier, is always decent. They've got three players in double digits in goals, which is obviously, um, it's, it's Isaac, it's, uh, Callum Wilson, and it's Almiron. And, you know, and he's a squad player at the moment because he had such a great start, but people like Jacob Murphy have come in, Joe Willock's done well. Joe Linton's been superb. This is a really tough game for for Arsenal, Matt. Last year, and I know it was the end of the season, and they had a number of injuries, they were taken apart by Newcastle. I think expecting them to get something's going to be a big call. St. James' Park is always rocking, and they are going to get in the top format. I've said all season, well, say all season, certainly the best part of it, they're going to get there because they're a decent side, good goalkeepers, really strong back four, and many, many other qualities in their team, Matt. Indeed, Mark. They had a bit of a wobble a couple of months ago, which they have come through extremely well. And for all the talk about the goals are quite rightly Tony highlights, how important has it been that they have tightened up the defence incredibly compared to where they were about 18 months ago, even a year ago? Oh, massively, Matt, because now um, at, at this level, if you can be so tight in defensively, which, whichever formation you play, you will always buy your midfield players and forwards t- time to score. And, and that's the way that they've been. And, and by the way, there's some big, strong guys. And we just seem to have lost Mark there when we had a perfect line. But um, Tony, do you want to finish Mark's thoughts there? I didn't know. Was he talking about Leeds? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was talking about Newcastle. But actually, look, I always want to ask you about Arsenal because... Were you impressed by the way they bounced back from the disappointment of the hammering by Arsenal on, or by Manchester City after three draws? Or was it just a thing that they were very fortunate to get that dire Chelsea team as their next game during the week? Well, they've not, Matt, Chelsea still had chances against Arsenal in midweek. They didn't play well, I didn't think. Cause everyone, look, Odegaard played really well. He looked like the player we know he's been... All season has been terrific. But Chelsea gave them problems. And Matt, Chelsea are, at present, probably the worst team in the Premier League. They're, no, no, they're not. They're not. There's well, worse okay, than you're them. Lead. You're lead. But I'll tell you what, Matt. If you look at their goals for column and the six defense, defeats on, the, on, a, on a run, you know, they've just been all over the place, Chelsea. I can't work out, for love nor money, what Frank Rampard's trying to do with his team. And I've heard all these accusations, Matt, about Chelsea and the players ain't trying. They're like, really? So half of that team, or more than half, are full internationals. They've got World Cup winners in that team. They've got terrific internationals in it in a number of positions. And suddenly they're all bad players not trying and been successful at club level. There's something that just stinks at Chelsea, Matt. And uh, so I wasn't that impressed with Arsenal. It was a needed victory. But they still have been in a very indifferent. And they're giving a lot of chances away at the moment, Matt. 
Yeah, could it be, Mark, that you know, if anything goes wrong for them early on against Newcastle, they could sort of fold because psychologically they must know that they're almost in an impossible position. Yeah, it's poss- poss- possibly Matt. But I mean, you know, they've 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 had a, a really really good season, and I know people are beating them up, saying you know you've blown it and all those kind of things. But if you'd said at the start of the season that they were going to finish in in the top two, and by the way, look, one of the best teams in the league, which they certainly are, you you, you would have taken that most definitely. I mean, you'd, you'd fancy Newcastle not to get beaten in the fixture, but you you just never know with Arsenal because. They've got lots of goals in all different positions, Matt. And Tony was talking about Newcastle, but you know, from when when I think the three in double digits certainly playing for Arsenal. So they they might score early. It might be the difference, but look, City are going to win the league because in the end, Matt class class tells for everything. Yeah, they weren't particularly impressive against Fulham or against West Ham, but they cruised no, but- through in the end. That's the thing, Matt. That, that, that's, that's, that's honestly, seriously, that is 100% how you're in the league. It's not beating someone four and five and taking them apart and everybody doing tricks and all those kind of things. It's a day where, as a team, you know, you turn up and it just doesn't work for you. But, but you, you keep a clean sheet and somebody nicks you a goal. That's how you win the Premier League. That's how you win any other league in the world. But how are they going to get on tomorrow against the league's best manager and Sam Allardyce of Leeds, Tony? <laughs> um, yeah, well, Matt, look, what a baptism into the Leeds job for, for Sam. And, I mean, it, it seems impossible, Matt, watching Leeds in recent weeks, as you do, and we they've been a horror show. They really have in many departments. And Sam somehow has got to just keep you as tight as he can play as deep as you can, get as many bodies as you can behind the ball, and try and frustrate, try and get to an hour where it's level pegging, Matt. Because, you know, you can always nick a goal out of something. It just, it looks, from the outside, Matt, it looks really unlikely that Leeds to get anything. But Big Sam's capable of putting a team together, Matt, and keeping everybody tight, making sure there's no space, and he must defend. Look, Sheffield United lost 3-0 in the cup uh, to Man City in the semi-final, Matt, and for Certain parts of the first half, they defended really, really well against City until City produced one moment of magic. That's always the danger with a quality team. Mark, is Sam Allardyce a dinosaur, though, who's not relevant to the modern Premier League? Um, My answer to that, Matt, would be yes and no. (laughs) Well, no, he's a firefighter, isn't he? That's my description of him. He's a firefighter. He's got four games. But the first thing he has to do with Leeds, as Tony says, you've got to make them difficult to beat, but also he's got to try and raise the confidence, if possible. And, and I mean, I've always said to you, I didn't think they'd go down, but obviously in the last few weeks, I mean, the way they've conceded goals has been, been ridiculous. And just, just the fact that they all run all over the place, Matt, it's, it's like watching kids playing in the playing ground. But sorry, he's with, made with, one with good thing as identified in that he's correctly identified that the problem isn't necessarily down to the way the back four defend, although they have major problems, but they haven't actually been getting protection from the midfielders in front of them. So is that something that in the space of a couple of days, he can drill into a team? And even if it doesn't work at Manchester City, that it might actually work for the remaining three games against Newcastle, West Ham and Tottenham. Yeah, but then you're still relying on other teams obviously getting beat. But no, absolutely, totally. Can you, You can make your team, Matt, as negative as you want, you know you can you can, you can play four five one whatever, and he'll be saying to them, "Don't come out of your zone." 
don't commit yourself unless you're absolutely 100% certain you're going to win the ball because it's very, very difficult for teams if they're just holding you off all day. And even, even the best teams in the world, which Man- Manchester City undoubtedly are, they could struggle. I mean, I thought West Ham did quite well against them the other night uh, up, up till half-time. So it, it, it is possible. I mean... It, he is full of bull, isn't he? That's the other thing. The other thing about him, but and I don't, I don't think. Well, he is, isn't he? But I don't ultimately think that that that, that Leeds will stay up. I'm afraid, not this time. Okay, uh, how did it get to this, Tony? That we've gone from <laughs> the beauty of Marcelo Bielsa's football to anticipating hoofball with Sam Allardyce in a desperate effort to survive. Well, the Premier League is a very tough one, as we know, Matt, and desperate times. You know, just desperate measures have to happen. And look, your owner, Matt, has made some terrible decisions. And with that, you know, there's, I always get frustrated where so many managers are leaving their jobs and getting sacked for whatever reason. Your owners just go from one manager to the next if it's, if it's nothing. And, you know, there has to be a sense of stability. And since Bielsa's left, which it was pretty stable, even though the football looked crazy at times, it was pretty stable under Bielsa. But since then, Matt, it's been a nightmare for Leeds and Leeds fans. And, you know, I do think that I get why you use the word Sam a, a dinosaur. And, you know, of course, with the age he's at and the way his teams play, he's always going to find a way of making it as hard as he can for the opposition. That's what you have to do this weekend. And you know what? It might not be enough. It's about the game's remaining games after that as well. This is really a free hit, Matt. We, we use that expression a lot, that cliched line, it's a free hit. Well, it really is for Leeds because no one, even the diehard Leeds fans, including yourself, are imagining you can get anything out of this game. No, absolutely Matt. not. Yes, Mark? Matt, I'm just going to say, that look at the, and there is a comparison here. I know it's different leagues. Look what Neil Warnock's done at Huddersfield. Oh, yeah, and he was another failure at Leeds when he was manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, absolutely, but that, that wasn't difficult, was it? But I mean, he's done. An un, I'd, I'd love to know what odds were when it, when he came and signed for uh, for Huddersfield, for Huddersfield and yeah. keeping them up. He's done absolutely brilliant. So, oh. so it it can work. The di- the difference is that the the champions. Uh, sorry, um, the, the top league in England is miles and miles away from obviously okay. from the, from the uh, Mark. Come. Let's talk fourth and fifth because I'm just doing a calculation looking at the league table in front of me. Liverpool are on a run. They've won five in a row. Mm-hmm. If they were to win their last four, and that's not beyond the bounds of possibility, they would end up on 71 points. Manchester United have five games left in which they need to get probably nine points, given that their goal difference is so inferior to Liverpool's. OK, so there's a four-point gap. United have a game in hand. But yeah. after United's defeat last night to Brighton, the last-minute penalty, which is probably deserved, how much confidence can Liverpool fans have that maybe, maybe, just maybe they might be able to pip Manchester United to that Champions League spot. Listen, you, you gave me confidence and maybe, maybe, maybe in the same sentence. Um, and, and it is very much a maybe. And, I, and I'm, I'm one of those, I've, I've been at the last couple of games and saying to people that you know they co- could quite easily win all their games. The problem is, Matt, they're actually not playing particularly well, which is great from their point of view, but they, they really look like conceding goals. And I think ultimately that, that will cost them. And I, ju- I just don't think they're going to be able to get enough points. And you know, in, in many, many ways, I don't think Klopp is too bothered about getting in the Champions really? League. I, I, yes. I think, I think looking at his players, he's going to make wholesale changes in the summer. And I think he's looking at his players, he's thinking, you know, you've been out of sorts for most of the season, 
all sorts of different players have been good and then they've been average. And I think he's looking at this and thinking, let's get them six weeks off and then get them ready for next season. And then obviously, and I hate this, I hate this statement, but I'm going to say they go again. Okay, Tony, what do you make of that? Surely Liverpool want to be in the Champions League next year. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they'd love to in many ways, Matt, but they ain't going to do it. Um, you know, I, I, I felt they're too easy to play against. And I think there's so many challenges with Klopp uh, at Liverpool at the moment to re- be resolved in the summer. And I totally get what Mark's saying, that he might think, look, let's just breathe again, let's have a real reset at this football club, and we take it on board next year. Because, look, Matt, under normal circumstances, we see managers, as I talked about earlier, getting sacked left, right and centre. He survived only because of one thing. He's got an incredible array of trophies that he's already delivered for Liverpool, and he's earned the stripes to be back. And that's a big thing for him. And I think he probably feels... You know, I, in the Champions League, Matt, we talked about their Premier League form. They were pretty desperate in the Champions League this year. From the, you know, the away game at Napoli and how poorly they played. You know, they've been pretty dismal, Liverpool, in the Champions League. So I'm a bit like Mark. Maybe, just maybe you might think it's a building season again next year. Let's, let's really be impressive when we play Premier League games. But what about Manchester United, Mark? Because, as I said, lost in the last minute to Brighton and probably deserved to lose. Difficult game now, maybe against West Ham and their former manager David Moyes on Sunday, given that West Ham still need points to stay up. Yeah, so it is, it is difficult. And, 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 and Moyes, he will, he will just basically, he will, he will have just sat everybody behind the ball, Matt, one up front. He'll take a, he'll take a nil-nil or obviously 1-1 one, one draw at, at the moment. I think, I think the, the, the thing with Man United, though, is that Look, it's it's not a surprise they lost at Brighton because Brighton have been absolutely outstanding. So that that wasn't a, a great issue. They played so many games, but you know what? I, I still see I still see them making the Champions League. I really seriously do. But then, Tony, do they still need another major hall of overhaul of players? Yes, yeah. I won't say major overhaul, Matt. I think it's again identifying targets that improve the squad. That take you know United are are definitely missing a few things. And, you know, you look at their centre-forward position, they're not going to go with Beghorst. They're not going to go with Martial next year, Matt. Is Sancho going to be enough to get in the team? I doubt it, and what I've no. seen this season. So there's loads and loads of questions at United. Look, they've lost their two centre-halves, Martinez and Varane, um, because, you know, of, of a injury. So it's a really tough challenge for, for Man United because the distance that City are in front of everyone, Matt, I think Arsenal have done well keeping just close to them. We've got to Matt. leave it there. Yeah, Mark, last word to you. I, I, just, I think Harry Kane goes to Man United, end of. And that'll sort them out. Yes. Might need a few more players than just Harry Kane. We'll, well see. Yeah, yeah. But if you take Harry Kane, everybody follows. Thank you very much, Mark Lawrenson and Tony Cascarino. The last word on sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie.